What if I told you that breaking bad habits was actually a lot easier than you might think? Well, that's what I'm saying. So one of the interesting things about habit building is that we are constantly doing it. We are building habits whether we are trying to or not. And oftentimes those habits aren't necessarily the best. So we might be building a habit around what time we wake up each morning, and that time might be later than we want it to be. Or for many of us, we're building a habit around hitting snooze in the mornings, or we're building a habit around the specific foods that we eat at specific times of the day. For example, if you are regularly crashing around 2, 3 p.m., you've got that post-lunch slump, and you reach for candy or coffee or whatever it is, that's becoming a habit. We are building habits constantly, and we don't typically really know it. We don't recognize it as it's happening. And this is extremely true when it comes to building bad habits or negative habits, undesirable habits, things that we ourselves don't necessarily want to maintain or keep doing, we are regularly building. Now, there's a few things we need to think about when it comes to building negative, undesirable habits, and that is that oftentimes they are harder to break than good habits. It's much, much harder to get ourselves to not do something bad for us than it is to get ourselves to do something good for us. And a big reason why this happens is simply because when we do a negative habit, typically the reward for that is instantaneous. So think about the candy bar. It's 2 p.m., you are exhausted, you're falling asleep, you reach for a Snickers or whatever your brand of candy is. In my case, it would be some kind of gummies. So you reach for your sour trolley gummy worms, and what ends up happening is you take a bite, you've got the sugar instantly. You feel awake, you're alert, you feel better immediately. It happens right then right there. And so what you end up finding is that that reward happens so instantaneously. You are given the dopamine in the anticipation and in the follow-through almost instantly. And so you start to crave it. However, there are punishments when it comes to negative habits. The problem is those punishments come later. So you might crash in two to three hours because you had that bag of candy, but it's harder to associate that crash with the candy simply because it's delayed. And the same is true when it comes to our positive habits as well, except it's in reverse. So typically when we are doing something good for us, we don't get the benefit of that until later. We get ourselves to the gym or we wake up at a certain time or we don't hit snooze or whatever it is, we tend to not get the reward from that until the next day, a few hours later, a few weeks later, a few months later. And so it's harder to associate those positive rewards with the actual behavior. However, we often get some of the downsides instantaneously. So for example, if you do a workout and you are exhausted afterwards, and your muscles hurt, and you're sore, whatever your feelings are, maybe they're not necessarily negative, but they're certainly not positive either for many of us. And so because we tend to have that sort of inverse relationship between the two, where negative 
habits that we're building have an immediate positive reward and positive habits that we're trying to build have an immediate somewhat negative reward, it becomes significantly easier to lean into those negative behaviors. We choose to snooze rather than wake up because snoozing gives us that instantaneous reward and waking up is going to feel bad because we're tired and we want to keep sleeping. Even though wait just a little bit longer and waking up all of a sudden becomes the right decision because after an hour, after two hours, when you start to be on top of things because you woke up earlier, that's going to feel good rather than being behind because you decided to snooze. So we've got this inverse relationship. And one of the things that I think we take for granted in this process is that breaking bad habits is harder. Now that we understand a little bit about why they're so easy to build and why they're so easy to latch onto, while positive habits are so much more difficult, it's important to also understand that breaking them is also difficult. Building them is easier and breaking them is harder because it means sacrificing that instantaneous reward. So, with all of that said, how do we then approach this? How do we break those bad habits in a way that feels easier? Well, there's a theory, and I first learned this from Dr. Andrew Huberman on the Huberman Labs podcast, and I don't quite remember, honestly, what he called it, so I'm just going to call it habit replacement. There is this idea that if you take a negative habit and you instantly follow it up with a positive habit, you start to link the two behaviors. And so, for example, let's play this through. Let's say that you are snoozing in the morning. That's your negative habit that you're trying to break. And you then change that, or rather, when you hit snooze, you use that as the new trigger to, let's say, meditate or to, to take deep breaths or whatever it might be for you. When you start to do that, you link those two behaviors. And so the new behavior, the positive behavior you're trying to build, the meditation, the deep breathing, whatever it is, that starts to be linked with the trigger for that old behavior. So that negative habit of waking up, alarm goes off, I'm going to hit snooze. Alarm goes off is now linked with I'm going to meditate, I'm going to journal. And what you can do when this happens is start to slowly replace the negative behavior. Now, it's not going to be instantaneous. You're going to fall back on that negative behavior over time, and it's going to take a little bit of willpower. But it does make breaking those bad habits significantly easier to go through it in this way. So how do we use this in practice? Well, there's two ways to look at it. We can use it from the perspective of I want to break a bad habit or we can use it from the perspective of I want to build a good habit. Since we know that negative habits are significantly easier to build, then we can start to use that power, that strength of, of the, the habit reinforcement and apply it through this replacement process towards building a positive habit. Now, one thing I do want to say is that you should keep in mind that the difficulty level of those habits should probably be pretty close. So, for example, going back to our snoozing, 
it's just as easy to hit snooze on the alarm as it is to take three deep breaths. That's a really simple replacement to make. If you tried to replace hitting snooze with I'm going to go for a run, that's too complex of a behavior. The difference is too large. And so the replacement doesn't happen as easily. You have to rely far more on willpower to make that replacement occur. So try to keep the behaviors as closely linked in terms of difficulty as you can. But if you try this from the perspective of I want to break a bad habit, then the thing that I would do is to simply choose any good habit you already have and use that as the replacement. So whatever your negative habit is, figure out what the trigger for that is, figure out what the new replacement habit is going to be, and start to do it right after that negative habit occurs. Now, if you're trying to use it to build a positive habit, I would essentially flip that. Identify the negative habit that you want to use and and piggyback off of in order to add the new habit. Then, once the negative habit occurs, follow through with the new behavior, and what you'll find is over time, it's going to be significantly easier for that original trigger to lead to the positive behavior rather than the negative. So that's all I got for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this was helpful. If it was, just do me one favor. Find the podcast on YouTube. I've got it linked up in the description of this episode. And just click subscribe. I'd love to get us to 1,000 subscribers as quickly as we can. And your support is more than appreciated in making that happen. If you're already on YouTube, thank you so much for being here. Subscribe if you haven't already. And leave a comment down below. How are you going to use this? What habit do you want to build or what habit do you want to break? Thank you again. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.